Toasty just disappeared into the background. It did. Bye, Toasty. <laughs> oh, he just appeared on. You came through a portal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we didn't start the show like that. I'll do that. Just, <laughs> just appeared through a portal. <laughs> My chair. How far away do I have to get before it? Keep going. Keep going. Oh, there you go. You're gone. There. It's gone. You're gone. <laughs> I need to make. I need like a sound effect to go like. Wow. Help! I'm stuck in the wall. I'm stuck in the wall. <laughs> wow. There you go. Do it. Just like. Oh. Right, through, right through the portal. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, That's crazy. Oh, by the way, Tom, no new reviews, and we have a Kather. What? Or a Turbo Toboggan for the Patreon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We do because I didn't write it down, so I was just letting you know. <laughs> yeah. What, what did you say about inter- interviews? What I said, we have no new reviews. Oh, no new reviews. Yes. And we have a turbo toboggan. Yes. Well, he's Kather on here, but I guess I could still call him Turbo Toboggan because I said that's what I would do. So yes, I will do. I that. mean, you can say Kather Knox or mm, our famous Turbo Toboggan. He is uh, forever to me Turbo Toboggan. That's fair. I could I could just use my AI voice guy and pronounce it like this. Kather send them a message. What? Kather send them a message. <laughs> That's not the voice I wanted. <laughs> Why is your bot British? Yeah, it, it <laughs> the British be... lady bot now and buddy no, bot. No. Like, <laughs> no, no, this is my um this is my AI voice that I it's supposed to be the AI voice I use for my SCP podcast. Okay, it's supposed to be Brian. Is uh, I call him Kevin. It's supposed to be oh, Kevin. Should we, go, should we go live? Uh, we Start are live. We are live. No, but like actually start, the, start show? the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, who needs to do a show? But we have people. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do people. Don't worry. Don't worry. Right, here. <laughs> gonna go like this. Kather. 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 Okay, I'll make it louder. <laughs> Welcome them with a personal message. Kather, make your first post. Create at least one post for your page before you announce so your fans can see what they're getting for their membership. <laughs> this is the back end of the <laughs> Patreon. That's not... What the heck? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's, um... That's the, uh... Yeah, oh, K- Kather Knoxblood. Here we go. He'll read, he'll read it. K- Kather Knoxblood is what he'll say. Here it goes. Here goes nothing. Oh, it opened up... Uh, it opened up a little side panel. Don't do that. Don't do it! Uh Okay. No, no. <coughs> Relationship manager. No. Kather Knox Blood Turbo <laughs> Toboggan number eight thousand nine hundred and fifty-four dollar five Gould dollar five Mo dollar five paid. <laughs> ben of Tamaria Ben of Tamaria number nine thousand four hundred and fifty-five dollar twenty-five Leshen dollar twenty-five. <laughs> there you go. Those are our patrons. What? <laughs> it just reads that? the page. It just. <laughs> what are those numbers? <laughs> That's the, the Discord. Those are your Discord. Actually, those are the full Discord. Uh, oh. Uh, because great. Discord gives you a number after your name. That way, it allow- yeah, you're able to have yeah. whatever name you want because it gives you a number also. I forgot. Right? What is mine? I don't know. Do who knows? I don't think anybody three, three, knows. One, two. <laughs> yeah, no, who knows? Um, but yes. But what's what's great about this is it, it'll just read any web page you're on. So like we could look up like Witcher lore. <laughs> it could be like. All right. So this episode is about Witcher lore, and today's episode is about the origins of the Witcher. Here goes. Where'd the button go? It disappeared. Oh, here it is. Witcher, this article is about the cast of Monster Slayers. For other uses, see the Witcher. Indeed, there is nothing more repulsive than these monsters that defy nature and are known by the name of Witcher, as they are the offspring of foul sorcery and witchcraft. They are unscrupulous scoundrels without conscience and virtue, veritable creatures from hell capable only of taking lives, monstrum, or a portrayal of witches, anonymous. A witcher, <laughs> Polish, Weedsman, also known as a Wiccan, Hexer, Vadimin, or Witchman, Elder Speech, Vatan, is someone who has undergone Vatican. extensive training, ruthless mental and physical conditioning. That's so bad. And it, try, it tries his best to, to pronounce words that are weird. Vatkan. 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 Castle Morgrig. It probably says that okay. Oh. We can give it just weird weird words and see what it comes back with anyway okay my nose is itchy all of a sudden same what happened we got the itchy nose curse 
Oh, here we go. Oh, noble, noble witchers. It'll just let's make it read all the names of the witchers. Oh God, that's what we should do. Oh, no. That's what we should do. Okay, <laughs> here it goes. Um, can I uh, uh, read selection? Here it is. Wolf school add on of Carreras three, Aubrey four, Barmin two, Berengar five, Clovis six, Dermot Maranga six, Elgar two, Eskel Frank four, the numbers are Elgar Elgar four, Gascaden <laughs> six, Galtavivia Gwell like, four, Gwen four, Gwyden six, Hemmings four, Clef six, Lambert Old Witcher six, Old Witcher Bert, six, <laughs> Ren four, Sorrel six, Thornvald six, Tjold four, Varan two, Vesemir Voltaire two, Trained but not witches themselves. Siri Leo 5, Griffin School Cohen 7, Eldred 8, Oland of Lavik 8, George of Kagan 2, Jerome Morrow 3, Old Kelder 7, Raven 8, Cat School Aiden 2, Axel 2, Brian Cedric 2, Dragonfly 9. He does Gator. a better job than I do. We should have him read the names. <laughs> Holy oh crap! <laughs> Holy moly! And the numbers are, are just references to the like the sub points in the in the wiki. Um, can, okay, let's see if he can read this name. Uh, read selection. Kian. Kian. Oh. Let's see if he can read this name. I promise we will start. Oh, God, I clicked it. Okay, don't click at me. Okay, one more, one more. Schrodinger. Pretty good. Pretty good. That's All right. A, that's a pretty, pretty like, that's a pretty known name, though, so... Yeah. All right. How about That's true. let's see if I can find the weirdest one on here. Uh, 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 mm, mm, no, I can't find any other really weird ones. Oh, here's one. Okay. Promise. This will be the last one. Jezra's of Leda. Not so bad. Jezra's of Leda. All right. Well, what do you say we get on with the show? <laughs> I've been saying that for like five minutes. Fine, fine, Toasty. Fine, fine. Grumpy old man, Toasty. Grumpy Toast. Here we go. Welcome to the Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind the Witcher games, show, and books. Hello, Witcher friends. Welcome back to the Witcher Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and I am here, as usual, with the grumpiest toast in all the land. Grumpy Toast. <laughs> Welcome back to the not, show. No, toasty. I'm not Grumpy Toast. This is not, this is not a thing that we're going to do. Oh, this is why you need to be our patrons, so you can see the extended version of the show, which will now be attached to this episode. And you can hear the whole section where we just made an AI read all the names of the different schools of the Witchers. <laughs> while we were prepping for the show um and also decided that toasty's new name is now grumpy toast we didn't decide that it's a lie well uh, some of us did and... i mean there's three of us here because it's you and me and ben of temeria our lesson level <laughs> patron ben what's up buddy how you doing well hello we're excited we're excited to have you here this is going to be awesome because this is our first patron episode and you are our only patron which means we get to grill i mean uh interview only you. lesson patron we, only we lesson patron because we have a brand new patron uh, turbo toboggan <laughs> who is also somebody we've known from um some of the other shows we do is also a big part of our community uh he goes by the name kather Knoxblood, but he also goes by his new name, Turbo Toboggan, which um, Toasty and I both agree is a much better name. And I do um, agree to that one. That naming, I agree with. Yes, we agree with that naming. But in the pre-show, Ben, who came all the way from Tamaria, thank you for traveling all this distance. No problem. Um, not through a portal. Not through a portal. Like no, no, not portals. So, portals are bad. Portals. He legged it. He legged it all this way. Um, did you ride a horse? Do you have a roach type of horse? Yeah, I, I have a, I have a horse. What's the oh, name yeah. of your horse? Shadow. Shadow. I also like the two uh, blades behind you on your over your shoulder there. Right. Yeah. Are Are you a witcher Shadow. yourself, Ben? Oh yeah, always. Okay. Um. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna get into this episode. We you are our only lesson tier patron, which means you, we get to talk about whatever you want to talk about. So I was thinking we would interview you. We'd kind of go into your adventures. Uh, get into some of your interest in the Witcher 
games and books and and some of your perspective on all of this stuff today for this specific episode and um you know kind of into those details but uh to wrap up the pre-show talk because there were three of us and that means it's a democracy by default and both ben and i agreed that your new name is grumpy toast and that means it must be official Toasty's not having any of this. Um, Agree with me, Ben, or I will I will <laughs> take away all your Patreon benefits. <laughs> oh man. This He's is blackmail. I will I will let it be known. <laughs> so well, um so, I'll just use Axie. <laughs> man, he really is a witcher. Okay. So let's let's get into this, Ben. So here, let's start with this. Uh well first of all, because you said you are a witcher, what school of the witcher do you hail from? School of the Wolf. Oh man, he's even like, got his you? medallion there. Yeah, he's got the oh, medallion yeah. hanging on the swords back there. Look, yeah. Look oh yeah, that. he's got it in the swords. You're right. I, I see that now. Um, so your School of the Wolf. Um, and uh, where did you first uh, kind of? Uh, now let's let's break the uh, let's let's break the meta lore a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, where did you first come across The Witcher, and what what brought you into the series? So I was always really big into fantasy rpgs growing up uh rpgs in general um uh, actually to a friend's house one time when i was going in high school he was uh playing a new, uh, brand new game week or two mm-hmm. and uh <clears throat> started looking at it it's like oh this is kind of cool like what the heck is it he explained it you're a monster slayer you can use magic there's lesser magic and i was like all right cool what, what's it called there's a really hot redhead in it she gets naked yeah yeah all that stuff <laughs> high school um, boy okay this is so, awesome i love it Great. so Great. so i i find that interesting so you said you started with witcher 2 so he sh- i was shown off the witcher 2 i did go back and play the witcher 1 before play the witcher oh 2. wow okay 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 because that's Cause kind I, of a I hard wanted to, i wanted to know more like the lore and the story yeah, uh, that's a hard jump it. to make from a gameplay perspective because the the storylines yeah. oh, in The Witcher yeah. One <laughs> are great. Like the stories are written really well, but from a gameplay, gameplay perspective, was a little tough to persevere through because it was old style uh, click. Oh yeah, just click and scroll. So yeah, for anybody who is not familiar with The Witcher, the the original Witcher game gameplay, that game came out what two thousand seven. Seven, yeah, and it is a top-down. It, it is not like over-the-shoulder third-person. It is a top-down. You run around. You run up to a creature, and the, depending on how you click, it's, you it's do basically over the shoulder. It's not like kinda. it's not vertically above. You're like it's isometric, kind of a weird angle behind, but you're, it's more over the shoulder than top-down. I would it's, say, it's, yeah, it's kind of got this weird isometric kind of like it's it's a little bit more removed than you are in two or three it's a little bit more off the battlefield would you agree with that it's yeah. a little bit further up i guess it's a weird angle but it is it's a not weird like, angle it's not like a, you know you're not vertically up looking down like like it's not quite as extreme as like fallout one or something yeah know? yeah it's a little bit yeah it's a little bit more isometric than two or three but you are further away and um depending on how you click you perform like uh, like a what light attacks or heart like heavy attacks yeah they had weird combos like if you hit at the right time you do a combo yeah there were time yeah, in different keys to switch to the different kinds of attacks had to keep in mind which ones were better for what enemies there's like three different styles i think like mm-hmm. wolf it was like griffin, griffin wolf and cat yeah I, and you had different fighting styles between each. Very, right. very unique mechanics. <laughs> Geralt, right. <laughs> regular heavy attacks when Geralt uses the sword. And he's like, he's holding the sword up here over his head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Geralt, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And um, and the game that, that game was a little rough around the edges. Like, the stories are good. The, some of the quest lines, especially as you go into the game further and further, are actually very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But the like the combat mechanics are are pretty rough and the like the voice acting's kind of rough the character models like the Geralt in the first game is not pretty looking he's not, he's not <laughs> pretty will, looking he's a little bit more say, accurate though to lore true. yeah according to the lore that's better Geralt like 
visualization. He looks more like how Geralt's supposed to be. He's less of a, well, he's, mm. Uh, what's the he's best not way a to hunk. S- he's not like a witcher three nah. or wait, henry cavill right right <laughs> yeah. he's not a hunk but he's more of like this like slim okay so if you were to take away the like the weird eyes and the weird like odd oddly pale skin and you just look like the shape of his face and like the slim hair and like he's kind of got this more like rock star pretty boy quality to him but then he's definitely got this like messed up looking face. <laughs> yeah, scars freaking everywhere. And scars oh, everywhere. Yeah. 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 Not as bad as school though. <laughs> yeah, not as bad as school. No. <laughs> but um so okay, that's that's interesting. But you made it all the way through the Witcher one. Yeah, it went all the way through Witcher One. Um, then started Witcher Two. And then like midway through Witcher Two, I found out that the games are actually a sequel like a pseudo sequel to the books right and then i then i actually start reading the books while playing witcher 2 and then you know witcher 3 came out and i actually started a new fourth playthrough for that so wow okay so then that's when you lost your actual life and you became a, much. a real oh, yeah. a real oh, witcher yeah. in and you moved to tam uh, to maria <laughs> and, <much>. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. nice okay <clears throat> cool so okay so four playthroughs you read so you've read through all the books. Yep. And now you've read your fourth playthrough. Wow. So okay. So let's talk let's talk favorites. Ooh. Oh. I know I know this is a hard this is a controversial. This is controversial <laughs> stuff, right? Um when it comes to the games, the Witcher hmm. three your favorite? Come to the games, yes. The Witcher Three is probably my favorite. It's the most fleshed out. And it's the most yeah, most fleshed out, more most open mm-hmm. to where you, you have the freedom to do pretty much what you want. Where I mean, Witcher Two is a great game. It's just still it's open to a point, but still linear right. to where you can't you have to go through the path. Right, <clears throat> right. When it comes to the books, do you have kind of a favorite book? Do you have like a go to <laughs> like if you if I was to like. If I was to read a reread a book again, this would be my go-to reread. I have I have an answer for this, and I, I if Ben doesn't say it, I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> Personally, I love Blood of Elves. I really love the Blood of Elves book. Toasty's um, the kind of fan who believes that everybody has to have the same opinions as him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do like. Um, baptism fire as well that's one's pretty good too but did he, um, did he answer I, correctly toasty yeah those are the best two in my opinion <laughs> okay all right, all right. <laughs> i was like i was like he better say blood of elves he better oh, yeah. say- <laughs> blood of elves is phenomenal uh mm-hmm. though i did recently read through a uh, season of storms and um it's really cool in that book because they take um, if you ever read the Witcher comics, they actually did a one of the little short stories in Season of Storms. They did an entire comic book for and expanded, which is really cool. Yeah, cool. I cool. liked Season of Storms. Yeah. Okay, so we've established favorite game, favorite books. Now, in comparison to the games. And the books, how do you feel about the Netflix series? So far, so good. I'm a, a very season one was weird how they did the timeline flops. Right. Yeah, they jumped around a bunch, but I, I think mean, it was they because jump around in the books too. They do jump that, around. That's, in the books. True that's true too. Yeah. Nothing in the books for those first two books is like chronologically in order either. You yeah. just have to like pick it yeah. apart. So it kind of makes sense. Makes it sense. makes sense. Yeah. Well, they're, um, they're building characters for people who, uh, I mean, obviously those are the three most important characters and they're trying mm-hmm. to, the, the sense I got from the first season is they're trying to say, okay, th- this is who is important and this is why let us get you up to speed so we can then kind of <clears throat> move forward with the stories. That was mm-hmm. the feeling I got. Yeah. I, I think it, made, it just made it, I think the complication was the fact that there was more to it because we get like we get Geralt in the books and like, we learn about the stuff with Siri through the Geralt stories, 
Mm-hmm. So I think it was a bit more complicated to like do two separate stories there. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, they threw in Yennefer, who yep. takes place like hundred years we, in the past or whatever. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, but yes. I, uh, go go ahead, Ben. I, I don't want to jump on top of you. Okay, okay. As season one was reading the, since they were doing a lot of short stories from. Uh, Last Wish and sort of Destiny is cool to get more stuff from Yennefer because we barely got anything from her in the books. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how they threw Siri in there because she was never in the stories, like until, like, I think towards the sort of Destiny actual short story and sort of Destiny. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So I have a theory about this, and I think it's along the lines of um, if they had made The Witcher first season all about Geralt then with so many fans who have read so many of these books and played the games and being so big about the female characters it would have come across very male centric even even though the books were very Geralt focused at first and then Mm -hmm. worked in the female characters I think there would have been a lot of like but what about the women the women are such a big part of these stories and in fact become and an even bigger focus as it moves on. Like Geralt isn't necessarily the, the sole point of the books, um, oh, yeah. but they, they need it and they needed to make those characters just as, or equally as important. And, um, and I think that's the heart of the story is like the relationship between these three characters ultimately is what they're trying to make the series about. It's that triangle. And that's, what's going to, keep the, that's going to be the core of the series throughout however many seasons they end up doing will will always be that triangle so they needed to set that up as the core in the first in the first season that's my theory at least oh, yeah i fully agree on that it also gives um, you better idea of it like it doesn't it's not just gathering the details based on like the rumors and stuff that you hear because that's mm-hmm. how you get it in the books as you learn about the stuff because Geralt hears like the news and whatnot. And that would just be too complicated for new people. I think of like, yeah, randomly hearing the news of like, Hey, this thing happened over here in Sintra. And it's like, no, what, what's, what's going on? (laughs) So, yeah, I agree. So do you think, uh, Ben, do you think the, per the way they did Geralt in the series, was how do you think that came off obviously it's not identical to the books um it's a it's an interpretation obviously obviously henry cavill is more handsome (laughs) than gerald would have been in the book he's 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 a he's a ladies man he's a man's man he's an everybody man bathtub Um, scenes he's gonna have the bathtub scenes like he's he's a good looking dude he he uh, uh I don't know, uh, but they also have to make it an appealing show for the masses. They need this to be a success so that they could continue to do that. And I, for one, like it would be really cool to have a hundred percent lore accurate TV series, but I know that, that they, can't, they can't, they can't pay for it. Ha- yeah, that can't happen. They, they can't pay for it. That never happens it. for anything. That never happens <laughs> no. for anything because you need to be able to pay to have the series. You need to, the money to make the series, right? So I would rather have a series do well, have the money to get like really cool on-site locations, really good special effects, really good um, equipment and gear and weaponry, really good training, weapon really good choreography, weapon choreography, super good in that season. Yeah, I, I, I'm okay it was done by the with guy that. who was the uh, from Game of Thrones. He was the Night King, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. He did the choreography for the sword fighting. Nice, nice. Ooh. So, so how, how do you feel about all that stuff? I think they did really well. Um, like Henry Cavill's performance as Geralt, I think was really well. I was shocked how quiet he was like through half the season. Cause if you read the books, Geralt is a nonstop chatterbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't shut up, <laughs> but uh, I think he is going well. And I think season two, it's going to be a lot more him talking and interacting with other characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think because he, he kind of has to. Oh, yeah. Like, he's he's kind of being pulled to the forefront, and that's kind of where this show's going, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as for the games, when you approach the games, do you have, especially with The Witcher 3, do you have kind of a a way that you play the games? Do you, do you tend to roleplay yourself? 
because there are some decisions that you have to make in the games. You, you, you are given these moral quandaries. You can, uh, and Toasty and I talk about these kinds of things on the show a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, you can try to tread the line of neutrality. You can kind of step in and try to do the right thing. Witchers tend to are, you know, supposed to be kind of neutral and not take sides, but sometimes Geralt takes sides, you know, like, right. Like sometimes, well, well, you <laughs> all know, <the> time. <laughs> well, <laughs> sometimes he doesn't neutrality all the time. Right. Right. But sometimes he doesn't have a choice. Sometimes he feels like he's, he's doing the thing that sometimes like there are lots of reasons why he, he breaks those things the reasons and breaks those boundaries. We, we're not going to go into the details here, but like, how do you approach that stuff in the games? Um, I kind of put myself in issues and basically do what he probably would have done um sometimes i do de depending on the quest and depending on, like what i'm doing sometimes i just go neutral or if i feel like if they did something terrible offer their heads like it just depends <laughs> yeah yeah well sometimes neutrality is the same thing as balance like mm -hmm. this is this is another like concept that you can you can play with this is the idea that like um, sometimes neutral means walking away and letting whatever happens happen. And sometimes neutrality means bringing balance to the situation. So like the bad guys are, are taking, you know, advantage of the situation and somebody needs to balance the situation in order to bring back neutrality to the situation. You see the difference there? Like, yeah. is neutrality the, the thing that would have happened should the bad thing never have happened before or like there, there are ways of interpreting that. Um, so there's, there's different ways that you can kind of argue that those points, but that's interesting. So you're, you're basically role-playing as Geralt through the mm -hmm. missions. Now you've played through the Witcher three. Now you're, you're on your fourth playthrough. Do you end up making the same decisions every time or do you try different decisions? Uh, sometimes like my first couple playthroughs, I tried different decisions. Um, and then like my third and fourth, I, go off of what i feel like what i want to do okay. um like I, I even like um like when i played skyrim for instance like i did both sides of like the war campaign and see which one side i would like prefer more so you the play with the mechanics and just kind of see yeah. what happens a little bit yep yeah mm -hmm. do you ever min max a playthrough and and really start just playing with like okay what if i you know look up a guide and i go for just like you know all signs build and just start blowing everything up or you know all you know uh, uh, potions build and i just like kill things with one hit uh not really i don't really do a whole lot of mig maxing and pretty much only any game i really play i like to balance it out with my different abilities and like even because I do like a challenge, I do like fighting the monsters like at a, at a challenging rate. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I have not played the game on Death March, and I probably will never will. That's way too hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean some some of the monsters can actually be pretty tough. So I haven't oh, yeah. either, and I'm not going to probably. <laughs> I'm not very good at video games. So <laughs> I'd rather enjoy the story. I'm a very story oriented guy. Yeah, that um, makes sense. I can understand that. So I'm curious mm -hmm. spoilers i'm gonna preface this with spoilers guys um well, your first ever playthrough of witcher 3 what what ending did you get oh Ooh. shoot what ending did i get um i'm pretty sure i had siri die Ooh. oh man yeah, it Ooh. was I, I messed up a few times i mean they make uh, it tough they, it, make they it do tough. like those reactions to those choices are so fast than normal you like you really have to like know exactly what the words say before you even go into it yeah i think um, there's a few times because you can like pause during those and there's a few times where i'm just like pause and i'm like crap <laughs> okay what would i what do i want to do in this situation mm -hmm. <laughs> you sit there and think for like 10 minutes like oh this moral quandary really has me. <laughs> so i so. had i had her die on accident i was with yennefer and then uh, i think that majority of the ending i know i had a i didn't do the quest for the whole dijkstra becoming king or whatnot 
So Amir took over. Shoot. Yeah, it's hard to think through all the I know. things. <laughs> I was just wondering, my fourth. Was mostly the Siri thing. That was my <laughs> yeah. That was, yes, that was my main question. Normally, that's, I, that's I, I after thing. that I've always ch- have her live because it's it's better having her alive. Oh yeah, it's like a terrible ending whenever she dies. <laughs> it's like this is awful. I, I hate myself. <laughs> so uh, I have to pat myself on the back. I first play first playthrough, picked everything correctly. Had no idea that I was picking everything correctly, and got the right ending. <laughs> And made those choices based on what I would have chosen because I am the father of a, of my daughter's 20 years old now. And I picked what I would have chosen as a father. And then I got the good ending. And I was like, I was like, affirmation. I'm a good dad. That's great. I felt so good about myself. I was just like, that's amazing. Yes. I guess. Was she empress? Was she a witcher? She was a witcher. Okay. Yeah, I got that was that was the best, same best ending. Yeah, my thing I is, got best ending. I, I just, I just, I just hate Amir so much. <laughs> I know, right? Ditto. I just hate him. He's just like such an a hole, and I'm like, nah, oh, dude. Totally. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna visit you. Go, go. I'm not. I don't want your money. I don't want anything to do with yeah, you. Yeah, go jump off a cliff. Mm-hmm crazy guy all right hey you know what we gotta go we gotta go uh do our middle of the show thing and thank both of our patrons uh one of which is here 50 percent of our patrons are here right now um but we'll come back because we i've got some more questions for you and so don't go anywhere we'll be right back very well let us get this over with something has infested my vineyard Mm -hmm. great let me go prepare my something oil then all right, so here we are in the middle of the show, and thanks again to Ben of Tamaria for supporting us and joining us today. This has been super fun so far. I can't wait to get to some of the other questions I've got for Ben. And thank you to Turbo Toboggan for joining us as well. If you'd like to help support the show, Toasty and I would love, 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 love your support. If we've helped you get through your work day or your workout or your drive to work or you're working on the coal mine going down any um, manner of work any, really. any any sort of work anything uh, any activity that has the word work as a part of it work or uh w- any anything else that starts with a w like w- washing winning a soccer game winning or wawa w- 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 going to wawa to wash your car that's also some a time that you could be listening to or, a podcast or going to walmart you know walmart um if you go to walmart Walmart, though i I, I don't know what's wrong with you yeah walmart will (laughs) steal your soul so don't go there um don't sue us walmart don't sue us i'm pretty sure they don't listen to this podcast uh but yeah thank you check out uh, patreon.com slash witcher lorecast and check out the different tiers there's all sorts of fun stuff we would love to give you for your support and we'd also love to talk with you at the end of next month which would be this month by the time most of you guys are going to listen to this and uh that's all we got to say because i've got some awesome more uh, some awesome more questions that's not how english works for ben of more awesome questions here we yes. go you smell of death and destiny heroics and heartbreak it's on you man right yeah you know guys there was a time when i did recorded podcasts that weren't live and i'm sure everybody in the world thought i was so good at talking and then I made this I really do. smart decision like a year ago and I was like, I'm going to do all my podcasts live and we start you do, doing shows with like co-hosts and it's going to be great. And then I've proved to the world that words don't work so great in my brain. So there we go. Um, so I have, I have a question for you, Ben of Tamaria. If Shoot. you really, if you really are from Tamaria, um, here's the thing you've proven that you are well versed in the world of the Witcher, in the ways of the Witcher. Um, you got you got the books, you got the games, you got the TV show. You've seen Nightmare of the Wolf, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. We, we got to talk oh, about definitely. this before I get to this question. So let's let's pause pause on my question. I was going to go. <laughs> what do you think of that? I thought it was pretty good. Um, I really like the character development they showed Vesemir because mm-hmm. we don't get that ever in the books right and we only really know more from the games that's it but um it was really cool story how they 
they're tying that in with the Netflix series. It was weird because I know you guys said this on the last show you guys did that Geralt wasn't actually at the Battle of Kermoran, but he was there this time. It was kind of weird. They like, kind of yeah. threw that in the lore, but it was, I mean, it's, it's pretty vague and loose in the lore, I guess. But uh, yeah, the I thought, I thought the movie was great. I love the studio that did it, the animation style. Um, it's actually done by, the, I believe, the same studio that did Legend of Korra. If you guys, heard. oh, is it? Yeah, is it? it's done by the same team, Studio Mirror, that's done Legend of Korra. Okay, okay, oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Huh. Yeah, because it, it looks good, and um, my son has they watched Legend of Proved greatly because Cora did not look that good. <laughs> right, I've seen I've seen some of those because he's he he watches here he he did watch I just the finished of, the second season of Cora. So. Yeah, I've I've kind of popped in and you know take you know I haven't sat down and watched them all, but I've seen them while they they were on the TV oh, yeah. while he was watching them. Um, and yeah, it seems like they've they've improved, or they just threw more money into it, and they said, you know, like they, do what no, you do, Netflix, and like just threw it's more a money. Netflix budget, so <laughs> yeah, they can afford yeah. more. Um, I know Cora was kind of Cora was only lit for the first season, mm-hmm. and then and it was like and then partially lit. Got, yeah, for the second season, and then they were Third, like and then the lit fourth, for, yeah. Well, they were lit for two more after the second season, and they were like, ah, uh, okay. So Cora was just a catastrophe <laughs> with with mm-hmm. that. So. Okay, so okay, so you got all these all these things under your belt. That doesn't really make sense. Inside your brain, inside your brain. There you go. So with all that stuff in, in your brain, and with confirmation from CD Projekt Red that they not only are working on more cyberpunk, but more Witcher stuff. Not just the mobile game, not just you know Gwent, mm-hmm. but chances are they would be ridiculous not to do a Witcher four or a future Witcher game of some some sort. Mm-hmm. What do you think they're going to do? Are we going to get more Geralt? Are we going to get a Siri series? Are we going to get a different Witcher series? Are we going to get like old timey Witchers doing stuff in the old days? Are we going to get and a, a different school? I've always theorized about this. I, I doubt we'll get another game with Geralt, unfortunately, because they did say his story is basically done. It kind of makes sense, right? They've kind of wrapped up his story. Plus, there's not as many monsters out there anymore. So there's, I mean, he still has can do Witcher contracts time to time, but it's not like, eh. I mean, with Cyberpunk being out, I can see them doing maybe a Siri game like of her time before witcher 3 to like her popping into different worlds because she does reference cyberpunk in one scene when you go find yeah. her at the, the cabin on the isle mist right right she does kind of make a reference <laughs> but I, I would imagine that that's more of just like a i don't know just a a fun little side like note. expansion yeah I, I don't i don't see that as uh the grounds for a full uh, a game i see that as more Fair. of just a fun reference um what else do you think they might do though I feel like if they were, if CD Projekt is listening, please do this. Uh, <laughs> make a game to where you have a character creation engine, create your own character, and then choose what school that you want to come from. And then it's be set, I would say, a couple hundred years before Geralt's time to where there's more monsters in the world. Like 200 years oh. ago. Yeah. That kind of thing. And to where there's a lot more to do. You can. Uh, expand just not not just Tamaria or Nilfgaard or Novigrad go, but go to like Kavir or yeah. Kedwin go to all the other different countries that's what I would really like to see yeah like a big full expansive map open world <laughs> travel the world okay so if, the, if they're going in that direction that starts to butt up against the idea of something like a Witcher MMO True. True. How would you feel about that? And would it feel crazy to have a game where everyone's running around as a witcher? And side question, what if you don't just create yourself as a witcher? What if you could be a witcher or a magic user or like a soldier slash mercenary? Like what if there were multiple classes you could choose from? Oh, I'd be in that life and i'd just do that constantly if that was a thing <laughs> I, think, I think for like 
just for the sake of realism, if they do that, they need to do it in like the like a Fallout seventy six server size. Yes, yes. I don't want to play like there's not that many Witchers. Don't want like you can't put it on a massive. (laughs) Yeah, you can't have a massive MMO where there's like a hundred people on like you know like ESO. Yeah, that's a good example because like there's people everywhere in ESO. So I think it would have to be more sparingly. What if they were to take that kind of concept and they were to throw it into like a alternate world setting or like a like what if they were to justify it with some sort of conjunction of the spheres, like a reconjunction of the spheres that just like blows everything open? like a second conjunction of the spheres that sends the world into turmoil. And now you have like monsters flooding the world and a reemergence of the need of witchers. And so you have like a bunch more witchers coming out. What is this? Three. It'd have to be the third conjunction of the spheres. The, the third second conjunction of the second spheres one. has already happened. Right. The third. Yeah, con- so you got another one, right? Witcher. Didn't that happen in Witcher three? The second. Right, right, right. So that was, yes. So you'd have like, yeah, yeah. Some and this is just an idea for 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 uh, uh, you would have some sort of you know narrative reason for this right Mm -hmm. but this idea of like there's some sort of reason why we we thought everything was winding down we thought the world was getting safer we thought that that humanity was taking over with all of their terribleness and all of their empire and all of these things but now all of a sudden the monsters are are flooding into the world again and humanity is now begging for more witchers right and so like amir and the other lords of the land are pulling together all of the sorcerers that they can get and all the alchemists and everybody to make as many witchers as they can and you know they're 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 begging the the elf the elves to come out of the woods and help them fight and and they're you know giving them lands and because they can't hold them against the monsters and they're working with the the dwarves and they're like it's forcing the the peoples of the world to come back together this sort of thing in order to fight against the monsters right this sort of thing and so now you have a reason for an mmo where you get to pick a race and maybe they've fixed up the formula so that you can be a man or a woman and you can still be a witcher right you the mutant right. mutations allow you to go into different kinds of classes that give you a little bit more ability in the magic and the science side of it or a little bit more ability in the sword play side of it they give you a little bit more options to be maybe you could even be part you know dwarf or maybe you could be part elf or something like that like now you have an mmo where you can really you know everybody's a witcher but you're different variations of witcher that are being designed to fight back these monsters and you've got a reason to be in this world flooded with these new witchers to fight back more monsters than the world has ever seen before. Yeah, I'd be down for that. <laughs> like that that's all. I mean, honestly, though, if CD Projekt, whenever they make the next Witcher game, you, you can bet that I'm probably going to buy it anyway. So yeah, I mean, and who knows <laughs> if this is even a thing, right? This is just like off the top oh, yeah. of my head. Like, let, let's come up with a reason for a Witcher MMO. Well, here would be a reason to do it. And this is why are there now thousands of Witchers in this world? Well, this is why, right? Yeah. So I think for a standalone, like, like a continuation of the Witcher series, it's not an MMO or anything. Like just a new thing. I think maybe it'd be I mean I don't know what they would do with maybe some series stuff I don't really know it's kind of like I feel like the story kind of wraps up for both of them there it's a good mm-hmm. ending for both of them depending on what you get of course um and that's the thing but, too like the ending so can be so different they can't really make a full-fledged sequel to it really I mean they could if you wanted to but I mean, Depending, you like, just have to pick an ending. That's the thing. True. Like, yeah. With yeah. stuff like that, you always have to pick an ending. My thought is that the ending that would be most likely to be the canonical ending is not the happy one. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything is upset. Where Siri becomes a witcher, this is not that. It's either going to be the, the Nilfgaardian one, mm-hmm. although it seems like that's a little bit too, like, all the good things are happening. Like they succeed and then Siri becomes the empress and like 
basically changes the world for the better. That seems to feel good. I mm. feel like the most likely canonical ending is the bad one because that's Witcher. Yes. <laughs> nothing Start, good happens. Nothing good. And yeah. No. So, but it'd be cool to like branch out because I know we were talking about like the school of the crane and the school of the manticore, which we basically have no knowledge of. I imagine they could probably, we could get a brand new character from maybe one of those schools, which are kind of off in these locations that we've never visited before. So basically new part of the world entirely brand new, like new school that you get to put up, like deal with, you know, maybe a more, I guess, monster infested area of the world. I think that probably, yeah. I mean, cool. Now we don't get a lot. I, I can't, I don't know of a CD project red game that we have where they didn't have a character to build a story out of, or they didn't, where they didn't have a character to build a story out of. Does that make sense? Like the three Witcher games were built around a universe and a story that was already there before. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyberpunk was built on top of the character of Johnny Silverhand and these other characters. And they brought in a new protagonist, but basically played off of that story and then built in and around it. And theoretically they could do the same thing with this, but like you said, this was wrapped up. They would have to, to follow most studios work in patterns because they're comfortable in those patterns. Most writers work in patterns. Most creators work in patterns. So I would expect them to take somebody or some setting or something from what we've already seen and use that as a thread to connect us into whatever the next game is. So we would see characters reemerge. And even if we are creating a new Witcher from a different school in a different place, we would probably see two or three side characters from the previous series be key components in where the story is then going. Do you guys have any sense of who that would be? Like who would show up again? Um, I mean, if we're talking about returning characters, probably Yen probably more likely since she's a mage. You think Yen, and but she's... isn't her story kind of tied up too? Would we see her? What other mages would we see then? Like if it wasn't her, would we see Triss mm. still? Because Triss's story really isn't finished. I mean, True. it can be. Well, it, it, can be. I, I, it depends on your ending, really. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I would assume so. I think that the more canonical romance for... Well, actually, I guess maybe you might be able to see both of them because Geralt basically just screws anything. So, like, he probably would have gone for the threesome route and then gotten bonked and never gotten either of them. Gotten bonked. So, because that's that's the truth. Geralt literally goes after everything. I mean, season of the season of storms. He's got an entirely different mate, like sorceress, that he's bonking. It's a coral. Yeah, it's like. Dude, like, I mean, yeah, that's, but that, that's just my thought because that's probably, that's probably what would be mo- more than likely. Um, so, but we have, okay, let's, let's think of it this way. If we're a witcher, there's almost always a, like a good buddy character, a powerful sorceress character, a, uh, somebody who's not human, good buddy character, right? We need, we need kind of that, like that party that kind of emerges around you. Hmm. I feel like some Hmm. of that would reshow or maybe some of the other side characters that show up in like the expansion stuff would emerge as key characters for the main story. Yeah. I mean, we could get Shawnee again because she, I mean, her story was never wrapped. She leaves and goes to another war. At the end of Hearts of Stone. True. Uh, or would we get even more uh, moral quandaries with people who are monsters who are still people? You know, vampires. I mean, yeah, that's always going to be an yeah. aspect. But, so are, but are we going to get them playing more and more of like a key role? So instead of a bard having a vampire who's like a best friend who's 
there with you the whole time you know that kind of thing maybe i mean like i said if we could stay obviously we can stay on the continent but like i feel well i feel like going off and expanding in a in a new like direction and getting new places because that's like that's a big thing people want out of games normally is like a newer setting because if they just put us on the same place it's like uh we've been here before so having a newer setting where other like you never know what those people's thoughts are towards these things like maybe we go off you know towards or past the desert where the manticore school is and maybe they're all like super cool and like racism just isn't a thing over there because they're <laughs> actually accepting of people. This yeah. is the Witcher universe. It's not going to happen, but still mm, I can hope, you know, <laughs> well, yeah. Kavir's somewhat accepting at least for mages. Well, they got a, they got in a, I think that's also treading a line because the kind of things like that are you know getting like even less and less accepted nowadays so it's like they kind of they kind of got to think about that whenever they're making the game too of like having that general acceptance of things because it's not <laughs> people don't like these these aspects of games as much anymore or right and the like the uh, intrinsic racism of yeah, different characters and classes and and races and the stuff representing real world things and derogatory ways um well the other thing about a, a different location would be the ability to work in uh monsters and beasts and things that weren't in the other games because they might yeah. have you know made their homes in different kinds of biomes that fit them better right like desert creatures or snow creatures things like that that we didn't really spend a whole lot of time with because we spent most of our time in the swamps and islands yeah <laughs> so, so yeah that would be that would be cool getting like i mean i think we're gonna get new monsters pretty much regardless because that's also a main aspect of the witcher that people want is cool monsters that are scary and awesome (laughs) yeah yeah that's true that's true well uh i think i'm out of questions toasty do you have anything else you want to ask ben before we have to wrap this up hmm I did earlier and I, I forgot. Oh, <laughs> They're out of his head. Oh, out of his head. Ben, do you have any questions for us? Talking. Anything that you yeah. wanted to bring up? Uh, um, no, nah, I don't really have any questions per se, really. All right. I'm actually curious. It was, I think it was you that said it right. So you played the Witcher uh, TTRPG? Yes, yes. Um, I played a little bit with it and then I'm eventually one of going to get like a campaign with some of my friends um because i know they just released the book of tales and i've been reading through that and if you read the at the end of it uh there's a new stat bar for dandelion and he has all the same skills as Geralt, but <laughs> one higher <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yeah. um but i'm really excited because i know i remember cody being on the show and saying about the next like uh rodolph's guide to the guide of the continent to where they're going to go more in depth to locations that's what i'm really excited for get more in-depth location get the maps of all the areas and be able to use that in the game okay yeah yeah it's cool all of the content that they put out for the uh, tabletop games because they can iterate on that stuff way faster than you can for video games Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to create all the content that you do for video games with all the you know assets and programming and things. You can do so much more for a tabletop. Um, so you really do get a lot more content. And man, it would be neat to have, you know, it'd be really cool is to have some sort of connection between the the video games that come out and the tabletop stuff so that there was like, I don't know, some some play between the two. I mean, <clears throat> they, may, they might do that. They did that with Cyberpunk where they had some of the they were just references really but like maybe playing off of that stuff so it shows that they're willing to work with Artel Sorian, which oh yeah the same guys for the witcher so yeah who knows i mean there could be some really creative stuff going on between the two things so it'll be exciting to see what what the future holds so very cool stuff well ben thank you for joining us this has been super fun and thank you for supporting the show we really do appreciate 
hey, all of your support and having me. Yeah, yeah, this is great. Um, I hope you decide to join us again next month, and uh, maybe we'll have some new people to join us as well, and we can pick some other new topics to cover. We can get into some more specifics. We wanted to just kind of get to know you a little bit on this episode. And I think I think we did a pretty good job of that. We got a sense of, you know, like your interests and the things that you're into with The Witcher. But we can tackle all sorts of different topics. We can cover specific details um you know in the stories in the games um any of that stuff or even just like very specific things um that we've covered in in the month leading up to the conversation that we're having um there are some other things that i've done with some of the other shows where i've even set up uh fun little games that we can play so we can have like like i can set up a bunch of questions and we can have like you versus toasty on like a quiz show or something <laughs> like that which is always fun and usually i try not to, not to make the questions um you know, uh, too one-sided towards who's going to win. They tend to be like pretty fair or just totally out there so that they're just absolutely ridiculous. And then whoever gets closest to the answer gets the points, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> that so, one's going to be so hard. There's so much <laughs> stuff to pull from for which. Yeah. Or, or it's just like, like what this it, question is this question based on the books? Is it based on the games? Is it based on the show? Right. Is it based and, on the movie? And, and it- I would try to be specific, like in the movie, in the TV series, <laughs> this means this, or, you know, or like, you know, how many years did this castle stand for? And then you, it's going to be stuff like that. And you're gonna be like, Oh man, uh, 500 i don't know you know like he's gonna ask us that how long did castle morgreg stand right (laughs) i don't remember Uh, i don't know (laughs) i think they first mentioned it in the books maybe in here and then maybe there was a siege in this i don't who knows yeah it's gonna be that kind of stuff so it'll be a lot of fun but um is there anything you want to share before we head out any uh Anything you're doing that are super cool or ways people get a hold of you? Um, so actually, so I live in Ohio, so I'm still, I'm in the Midwestern area. So we're having our Renaissance fair here starting this Labor Day. Yeah. And it's going to be for two months straight and I will be cosplaying as Vina Tamara nice. for a Renaissance fair. So if anybody's in Ohio and sees me at Ren Fair, I will be the one that with two swords on my back. Very cool. Very cool. Do you have the swords already? Oh, yeah. Yeah, awesome. the swords. Um, they're actually LARP swords. So if anybody's interested, you can go to, it's a Canadian store that is called, uh, I think they're called Calamasel, I think that's how you pronounce it. But they do collaborations with CD Projekt to get the game files to make LARP weapons. Oh, cool. Cool. So what they're is, like, what is a LARP weapon? So it's like a, it has like a rod in the middle of the sword and it's high density foam. So you can actually do a lot of LARPing with it. So you can like do a lot of reenactments or like do LARPing battles where people can fight each other with fake weapons and stuff like that. You can hit somebody and not actually cut their head off, but still don't break your own sword. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was curious. I was just curious about that. I guess I know I've went to Rins. I've, I've dressed up for Rins Fest like one time but I took an actual sword with me because they don't have a problem with that. <laughs> it's like, okay, nope, nope they sell them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was like walking around with a sword. It's like, I feel cool. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Don't hit anyone with a real sword. <laughs> that's, that's not yeah, allowed. You're not allowed to draw them if they're a real sword. I believe no, a lot of times, at least our, yeah, a lot of uh, our Ren fair, they actually zip tie them. So you can't, like if you even try to, you obviously wouldn't be able to. I, I don't think they did that for mine, but I knew I could hand it to like a worker and they could look at it if they wanted to or something. So, well, that's our lesson for the week. Everybody keep it sheathed. Um, all right. Well, awesome. That totally doesn't have any other content. <laughs> There's no other connotation for that at all. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Ben. Uh, Tessie, anything else you want to share before we head out? Uh, you know, just follow us on Twitter, Witcher Lorecast, um, or sign up to become a patron, the Witcher Lorecast on Patreon. There you go. And uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, robots underscore radio. So at robots underscore radio. And after this, we have the Xbox Game Pass show coming up next with me and N7 Legend. And uh, I'm, I've been sharing all sorts of funny stuff on Twitter. I shared uh, somebody did some really cool work on all the different Witcher medallions. And I shared that on, and I always tag the Witcher Lorecast Twitter as well, and so that gets reshared on both my account and the the Witcher account. But I've been I've been sharing some stuff on there, so some cool stuff as well. And of course, there is the Robots Radio Discord where we 
post things and and man there's already over 1800 people from all the different podcasts we do on the robust radio network jumping in there chatting about all sorts of different things on all the different channels so we'd love to see you in there talking about the witcher and whatever whatever other games you like to play and if you're curious about um the storyline of the witcher one and don't want to go through the complex process of trying to figure out how to play that game our friends over at the roll to cast podcast are doing a witcher one playthrough on their youtube channel yes so yes they do the um roll to cast is a live play podcast where they play tabletop rpg games including cyberpunk and a bunch of other games as well uh they're super fun they're a bunch of aussies so they've got awesome they're really talented uh i think they're all like actual like actors so like they have like like they're professional they're they're really good professional they're professional awesome hilarious people and they have australian accents with australian so. accents well okay sometimes that, that sounds it. Sometimes. a lot of times they play <laughs> characters with different accent, accents so there you go uh, uh, but yeah just go to robotsradio.net check out all the different shows on there and you'll find all sorts of things to listen to but ben thank you again for being with us and yeah. i will be back in the next like 20 25 minutes and we'll be setting up, i'll be setting up the xbox game pass show so we'll see you guys in a little bit thanks everybody for being here we'll see you next time all right see you guys Thanks for tuning in to the Witcher Lorecast. We'd love to hear about your experiences with the games and the books and the TV series and all your thoughts on everything. Please check out the Robots Radio Discord and follow us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.